Welcome to Breakfast with Bread and Biscuit. Sweet, man. I got some relaxing tea over here, and I oh, see you got some pear juice. Yeah, I do. I do. It's you delicious. Drink it. Ooh, Ooh, crispy. And I'm relaxed. Mm. Perfect. You guys are listening to a podcast that's really always broad. But it's never banal. But always balling. Let's get into it. Sweet, man. We're chilling here in uh, the B studio. Uh, yeah. That's all, man. I, I wanted to add a number to that, but uh, I didn't know what number to add to that. You could do B squared because there's two Bs. Oh, see, I was going to say 22, like there's two of us. And I was like, but where's the 22 coming <laughs> from? Where's the other 20? <laughs> We're just chilling out here in B squared studio. Uh, we had dinner, which was breakfast for dinner. So it fits that this is one of our first ones and we actually had breakfast for dinner. So, yeah. Can't skip out on that hot sauce, though. Uh, man, actually, did you hear... I had enough hot sauce that it gave me hiccups for yeah. a second. Yeah, you were over there. Like, I thought you were choking. Yeah, those were strong hiccups. That was a <laughs> lot of hot sauce. I didn't think that was going to happen. Which is rare for Biscuit to have too much hot sauce. This is true. I do like it. Biscuit's the kind of guy who will just drink hot sauce straight out of the container. Yeah, that's true. And he enjoys it. I do. It's one thing to do it as like a, as like a prank, you know, but uh, to actually enjoy that. I don't know, man. Flavor's good. What else do you put hot sauce on, Biscuit? Is there is there a limit to it? I wouldn't really do it on, like, Jello. Jello? Probably do you like not. Jello? Yeah, it's good. I mean, I don't eat it often, but what do you put hot sauce on? Is it, I mean, mostly savory items, yeah. I would say. Um, Like a good burger. Like, depending on the toppings, a little hot sauce can be Yeah, good. like, it's got to mesh well. I'm all about, like, meshing flavors well. Yeah. So, like, if it was a burger with, like, some pepper jack cheese, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, it fit in the wheelhouse. A little of, bit of kick. Yeah. With the pepper jack. Yeah. Like, ice cream. I don't know if I could do that. Ooh, I'd try it. I don't like ice cream, but I feel like the combination would be interesting. I feel like there's a flavor of ice cream out there <laughs> that would be good. That's probably there's probably a hot sauce flavored ice cream. Would not die. like Frank's yeah. Red Hot <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> They're trying to capitalize on the market. Anyways, that's what we do here in B Squared Studios. We talk about random stuff. Random stuff. Yep, broad. And uh, speaking of random things mm-hmm. and eating and eating things a proper way. Um, I don't, you're a fan of sushi, aren't you? I do enjoy sushi. And you don't put hot sauce on sushi, do you? I have never tried it. But I mean, you put wasabi on your on your sushi. Yeah. I mean, I would say that's technically hot sauce. That's the Japanese version of hot sauce. <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that makes total sense. I never thought about it like that. So yeah, how do you? I mean, do you put the wasabi like directly? Onto the sushi, do you mix it around in your soy sauce and give you a little sushi, a little dunk in the swim pool? Uh, I usually get the wasabi with my chopstick and then grab the roll or then giri or whatever I'm eating and then eat it and sometimes dip it in soy sauce. I'm not a big soy sauce fan. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. I don't know. 
I'm, I, you know, that's what I'm learning about this podcast is <laughs> I'm learning more about you than I am about the topics that we're actually talking about. <laughs> well, <laughs> well and what do you do with your wasabi? So what I do is actually not proper sushi eating etiquette. And mm. I actually take the approach of... Your mixer? Yeah, I, I take the a little dab of wasabi. And I'll go ahead and splash it around in the shallow end, and I just shallow end. <laughs> you have like a multi-tier soy <laughs> sauce dish. It's ramped. It's <laughs> it's got different degrees depending on how much soy sauce I need. Uh, yeah, I mix it around in there, and I get it nice and. I've, you can still taste it, and it gives you that heat, and that heat is really what I'm going for when I'm eating wasabi. I actually do not like the taste of it. But then you can't control the amount of wasabi per roll bite. But, well, it's like an even spread. Yeah, but then you don't get to taste different variations. I mean, that's true. Do you like wasa- more wasabi on a certain type of roll? Sometimes, yeah. Or I like to try different levels of wasabi on the same roll to like see how it's supposed to, how it can taste different. And sometimes they put it in the roll because that's the way it's supposed to be made. See, that I wouldn't but, mind. Yeah. Because then like I'm all about... The authentic ways of eating yeah. a certain uh, culture's cuisine. Which we don't really know much about sushi here. In no, Illinois. not at all. <laughs> well, I found out that you're you're actually not supposed to put the wasabi in your soy sauce Correct. and pre-mix it. Yeah. Um, that's that's a no-no in Japan. And I dare I say, improper etiquette. I uh, take you up on that dare, <laughs> but agree with it. Wait, what? I, uh, <laughs> I've never heard that kind of response to that. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Well, uh, another one that I was I was looking at because we're both fans of sushi. That's why that's why oh, I yeah. bring this up. Mm. Um, it not many people are good with chopsticks. I, on the other hand. I'm not gonna boast here, but I'm I'm decent with chopsticks. I can I can navigate a sushi plate. Yeah. But uh, the actual proper etiquette of eating sushi is with your hands. Yeah. And it's something about the uh, the temperature of your hands and um and what that does when you when you touch the sushi, it, it brings it up in temperature a little bit. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, so I thought that was interesting because I actually like my sushi cold. Like I like when it's mm. on my plate and it's a little, it's a little crispy. Well, a lot of times the fish is, but the rice is warm because it's supposed to be fresh, sticky rice. Yeah. And so like you, you're supposed to have, well, on a lot of rolls, there's probably some that do this differently, but you're supposed to have those, uh, not fighting, you know, two opposite temperatures. Yeah, contrasting temperatures. Yeah. There we go. That helped the taste of it. So yeah, the warmth of your fingers uh, on the warm rice with the cold fish and whatever stuff helps it helps the flavor apparently. Mm. I, could, I could go for some sushi right now. Yeah, yeah. Even some sticky rice. <laughs> Just rice. Just balls of rice. <laughs> Just something. <laughs> with something. little wasabi pockets in the middle. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, so I'm talking about sushi etiquette because our topic for today <clears throat> is public etiquette oh the do's and don'ts of like food no I, just... I think it's a broader spectrum so so i was oh, on uh we forbes. are always broad i was on forbes earlier forbes and uh they they had some 
proper etiquette uh, prompts, if you will. And um, as I was looking at some of those, I was thinking, well, this might be a fun little uh, experiment to do with Biscuit. So I, I figured we could we could roll this this little dice you got here. Ooh, or, it's a 20D. It's a 20-sided so, die. It's a die, not a dice. Die, that's, dice see, that's what I was like. Is there a different term for we that? We do have two of them, though, so that's you're true. rolling both of them. So to give you a sample of what that, wow. that, that'll look like. <laughs> that sounds like a die on a card table. And then I got the prompts here, and I figured I got about 27 prompts, and it's a 20-sided die. About 27. Yeah, you know, I may have some sneaky ones coming up in the, in the background. You never know. <laughs> I didn't know what the about, the approximate other ones were. It really it didn't mean it. You just called me out on my bad, my bad speaking skills. <laughs> no. That's um, and based on the number you get, you you look at that prompt. And I'll, I'll read it to you, and we can kind of talk about, is it obvious? Like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. Or is it not obvious in terms of, hmm, I don't know if I would have ever thought about that. Yeah. So we'll go back and forth? Yeah, so we'll take turns rolling, and... Uh, and we'll ask the other person the question we rolled? Yeah. Sweet. All right. So uh, who wants to go? Do we roll... To see who goes first? Oh, yeah, we got two die. Let's we got to. Okay. Oh, wait. Lowest number goes first? Yeah. yeah, lowest number goes first. Mine's a stress ball, so it's not as loud as his. It's a <laughs> solid die, though. Here we go. Two. I got a two. You got 14. 14. All right. All right. All right, let's do this. So since I rolled the two, I roll again and I ask you a question. You ask me a question. I'm still confused. No, you you roll, uh-huh. and then the number you get is the question, the question I that I will read to okay. you. Okay. And then when I roll, you read that number question to me. Okay. Yeah. What if I roll a 21? Oh, that'd be impressive. Yeah, that's true. Right, let's go. <laughs> Here we go. 18. 18. Wow. We're going let's deep. see what we got here. Page two. Uh-oh. Oh. All right, Biscuit. Yes, sir. Don't make your dietary requirements everyone else's dilemma. As one friend reminds me, people who can eat dairy don't just keep coconut oil-based butter around. This is a good one for you. That's That's the statement at the end? Yeah. That is. That's very fitting. So, uh, for those of you who don't know... Biscuit is uh, gluten-free, mm-hmm. and so Biscuit actually does have some dietary restrictions, That's although true. they're not medical, or right. it doesn't affect him. He just, it's, it's a personal choice. Yeah. But public etiquette, don't make your dietary requirements everyone else's dilemma, as one friend reminds me. So is that is that obvious, Biscuit, or is that... Is that something that uh, maybe you can be a little short-sighted on and uh, be a little little selfish in some areas? I would say it's an obvious one. Um, that's kind of hard to answer that question so specifically. Uh, well, I guess being gluten-free, like when we go out to eat places, obviously there's some places that it's harder to go eat, like a pizza buffet. 
like I could get the salad bar and with the little shredded <laughs> lettuce and bacon bits and ranch dressing, you know. Um, and if people are really wanting to go there, I'll be like, sure. I'm not going to force a group to go somewhere else to eat just so I can have a better dining experience. And I feel like a lot of people who are either health conscious or actually have to be um, wouldn't force other people to do something like that, you know? Like, I feel like people are considerate enough not to make other people only eat what they eat. Right. But, I don't so, know, it's not like a strong etiquette thing necessarily either. I don't know. So what if a friend was inviting you over for dinner? Mm-hmm. And you, you're gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you tell them in advance? Does that change things? No, I'd probably tell them in advance. You would? Yeah. Or I'd ask. If they're like... Saying we're gonna make dinner, uh, I would just, I don't know, say like, do you know what we're having? I try to, I try to stay away from gluten. So, like, if I need to bring anything, that'd be great. If I can help out in any way, that'd be good too. Just to let them know. So, because then the the other thing that could be weird is if you know a few days later they're telling we're talking about dinner with friends and we had this like great pasta and they're like, biscuit, you had gluten. And they, if they don't know, then I have done a disservice to them and mm. then puts them in a weird spot, even though it was not a big deal. And if it was like a medical thing for some people, they have a legitimate reason to say that. So I feel like a lot more people around them would know. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, it's it's a reasonable thing to kind of be selfish about. Like to be like, this is something that I am constantly thinking about. And I am always having to watch what I eat. And so somebody who doesn't have those restrictions being a little bit more carefree mm-hmm. and not taking into account uh, what another person's dietary restrictions is, I feel like is almost a fault on, on the other person for not considering it. Although some things are not yeah. as common. You know, yeah. you don't know what it might be, a peanut allergy, a dairy uh, intolerance. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, I just, mm-hmm. I feel like it's on the person cooking to make sure that their guests, yeah, if you're hosting and serving, are appropriately taken care of. Yeah, I don't know if that one really falls along the lines of etiquette, though. That's just kind of being considerate of another person's health. Well, I see. I, I mean, that's but kind maybe of kind etiquette, of is. though, right? Yeah, like how to conduct yeah. yourself in a that one social goes setting on both sides. Though, like you were saying, the person cooking or like the person who has the thing or intolerance or whatever. I don't know. I would say it's pretty obvious one, though. Pretty obvious. Yeah. All right, number 18. Pretty right, obvious. Here's the die. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. All right. All right give me the papers. Here's the questions. All right. Rolling. Two. Two. Nice. <clears throat> Are you ready? Uh, yes. If you can't attend an event that you're formally invited to, don't think that not RSVPing is the same as declining. And... Don't RSVP at the last minute for an event that involves real planning by the host. Do you think that's an obvious one? Or do you think people just look over that one and don't think about it as hmm. much? And have you personally experienced yeah. either end of this? <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, I've I've definitely gotten a couple wedding invites that I knew I wasn't going to make. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't do anything about it. 
Nice. <laughs> um, I mean, when I'm saying it right now, yeah, it sounds extremely rude. In the moment, I was like, well, what is it? Clearly, I didn't meet the deadline, so clearly I'm a no. Yeah. Um, but actually, as uh, in my career of videography and uh, just setting uh, film dates and shoot dates, when you can't make it, uh, it's better to know those things because then mm-hmm. plans change and things uh, pivot and, you know, like that there's a, an adjustment period of who can make it and who can't make it. Yeah. And uh, whereas, you know, I don't know if I'm, I would say this one is obvious at surface level. I don't know if it Explain. is. Like, uh, I think it's easy to forget. Yeah. And to assume that people know that you're not going to be able to make it. Um, now, whether that's right or wrong is not really the question. It's, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, like I said, though, I think it's easy to assume those things. Whereas... Oh man, lost the train of thought there. Well, I was I was thinking this may be a more obvious one to people who have had to send RSVPs. Ooh, interesting. But to people point. who receive them, they don't really think about it as that much as much because they haven't seen the logistics side. Like at a wedding or food, you have to know how many ads right. are coming, and one person may not make the difference. But you know, but if enough people think like that, which seems to be pretty common, then you know, twenty five people show up more than yeah. is expected, or something. They have run out of food, or have a massive excess and wasted some money. And that's, I mean, that's kind of what I was getting at, I guess, with the, like, I didn't, before, you know, uh, getting a little deeper into my career, I didn't, I didn't really care about RSVPing back. But once I kind of was on the receiving end of it, I was like, okay, this is important and does, it does need to be uh, thought of. Yeah. So, uh, I, so I'm gonna say not obvious until you're mm. you're inexperienced, like until you're in an experience where you you feel the effects of not RSVP. Yeah. Or like when you show up to a wedding and the reception unannounced, and someone's like, "I thought you weren't gonna make it. You didn't ask for P. Yeah. Like, oh. Uh, we're friends. I thought you knew I was coming. Like even any friends, you can't just assume that all the details are taken care of on the back end. That's a good one. We can all definitely RSVP. Yeah, that's if you're if invited anything. to anything, <laughs> RSVP as quick as you can. Just help people plan things and make their life less stressful. All right, on to the next one. Uh, my turn. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it sounds when I roll the die and. 19. 19. You're getting those high numbers. Weird. Kind of on the opposite ends. All right. If your children are invited to a friend's house to play, they and you should also feel invited to help with the cleanup. Ooh. That's a tricky one. Yeah, I don't have kids. Uh, you, You know what part stands out to me the most? 
they and you yeah should feel invited to help clean up oh my goodness so i i would say is this obvious to you not so much the kids (laughs) oh gosh oh i don't i don't want to sound like i'm better than anybody i think it's obvious to me because i i really like to clean and i'm very aware of like helping something return to the way it was Hmm. you know um i mean i don't have kids obviously but if i go to somebody's house you know and we have a bunch of dinner or like even order pizzas i'll generally try to take the trash out or help clean up you know because i feel like that's just the considerate thing to do if you have we're just talking about if like your kids go to a neighbor's house or a friend's house and stuff right so that's a Different scenario I, I have to put myself in. I'd assume too you're you're also there if it says and you. Well, why would I do that? I don't know. Maybe it's a play date and they <laughs> lived a little further than just walking distance. Well, uh, that's fair. Yeah, I guess I was just thinking about like next door neighbors, but I guess if you're there, you should. And I f- I feel like you. I mean. You always ask kids to clean up after themselves, regardless of where they go, just Mm -hmm. to teach them etiquette and stuff. But if it's so much an expected thing, like, obviously, that's proper etiquette, but is that really thought about or stated? That's a tough one to get into, since I'm not in the situation, really. See, so I feel like you're kind of leaning towards the obvious. Like, yeah, this one's obvious. And if it's not, you should train your kids better. <laughs> is is that a wrong? Is that a wrong, is that a not a fair assessment? It's not entirely incorrect. <laughs> it, okay. As in, I I think it is kind of obvious just based on like decent human behavior. Sure. Picking up after yourself, and if you're going to a friend's house, especially if they have kids too, you should know having kids isn't like the easiest thing. And if you're teaching your kids to pick up, you'd obviously want to do the same thing at a, yeah. another household that has hosted you and your kids. But I don't know. I've never really thought of it that way. See, I actually, just hearing this one initially, I was like, this one sounds obvious. Yeah. Like, this is just good manners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Decent human behavior, good manners. But as I finished the the prompt, as I finished reading it, I actually would have, for me, I would say this is this is not obvious. So okay. as a, I mean, this kind of goes back to uh, one that we were talking about earlier. Uh, what was it? Oh, the dietary restriction one. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm hosting people at my house, okay. I don't want them to clean up after themselves. I'm yeah. saying enjoy yourself, you know, uh, don't worry about it. Yeah, this, this is your home too. Like, don't worry about it. Like, I'll I'll do that. Like, as a good host, I want them to feel like they are completely free to do as they please. Now, at the same time, hmm. if I saw them helping clean up, I would be like, okay, they respect me. They respect my house, sure. and I want these people back. 
But on the other hand, if they didn't, if they weren't like super disrespectful, if they, you know, yeah. like were, were polite and they respected the environment, but didn't necessarily clean up, like their kids didn't clean up the toys or mm-hmm. they put their plates next to the sink, not in the sink. Sure. I'm not going to be upset about that. I'm going to be like, that's to be expected. Yeah. So I invited you over. I'm going to clean up after you. So that's why I would say this is this one for me is not obvious. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh man, I I fifty percent agree. <laughs> I don't know because the question is about you of being the one going over to the place. I agree with you on the other person's perspective. Like as a host, mm. I want stuff to be taken care of for Interesting, you. Interesting. Yeah. You come in, have fun, do whatever, and get out. I'll take care of the cleanup. If I was the one going over there. I would want to help clean up and want my kids to, you know, display good manners and mm. stuff that we we're talking about. I don't know. So what's your final, what's your, what's your verdict? <laughs> this this, is, a, this is the dilemma for Biscuit. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Well, for real, it's hard to give a concrete answer, but I don't fully believe one way or the other. Yeah. I guess I would lean towards obvious being the person going to it on the basis of good manners all right i think that's an answer okay that sounds that sounded good that, that was, was tough because i agree with you on that i don't have kids i don't know anything all right doing a little switcheroo okay. here's the roll 16 okay are you ready i am don't show up at a party empty-handed unless you've been instructed to, and sometimes not even then. Bring wine or dessert or a plant. <laughs> a plant. <laughs> a plant. <laughs> Apparently that's good etiquette. I've never I done that before. I brought you guys a fern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I saw this rather cute clump of grass in your front lawn. I carried it inside. Good man. But basically, don't show up at a party empty-handed. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know if I agree with that. Why? Now, what kind of party are we talking about? That's that's true. This seems more like dinner party etiquette. Yeah, I was thinking more social parties, like a dinner party, birthday yeah. party, yeah, uh, couples party, bridal shower. I don't know. So, what happens when? Not like a frat party. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and even to that, I mean, you should bring something. At least a ping pong ball set. I mean, come on. Sure. Yeah, Those things right. always get lost. <laughs> Not that I know from experience or anything. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's always necessary to bring something. And I think the part that I'm is I'm kind of hanging on is... Mm-hmm. Even when instructed not to, still bring something. It says sometimes, not even then. But sure, sure. Still, yeah, that's saying even if you're not specifically asked to bring something. Like imagine inviting somebody over to your dinner party, and you had this amazing meal planned. Mm-hmm. And then somebody you told them don't bring anything. I the menu is like is specific and it's on purpose. Yeah. And then this person brings potato salad from you know their sam's their local sam's club yeah and i'm like what are you doing bro i told you not to bring anything 
And I feel like drinks are different. Like to bring a bottle of wine uh, as like a, hey, I'm going to sip on this and I'm going to leave it with you when I leave. I, like that's not terrible. Sure. But also I don't think it's necessary. Like I don't think it's an obvious thing to, to know to do. I don't, I'm going with not obvious. Because yeah. that's a real, it's not, uh, it's not black and white. I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of, there's a lot of room for error there. Yeah, and it, it kind of like earlier, it depends on the party. Like, True. I'm not going to show up to a birthday party empty-handed. Probably. Like, if I'm going for the birthday, I'll bring a card or something. What if it's for your girlfriend's three-year-old nephew? Nephew. You bringing some? Maybe. You, you're bringing some. What are like, you bringing? I don't know, like some a cu- cupcakes from Hy-Vee or something. Something simple, you know, because it's a <laughs> like you're bringing gifts. People are automatically bringing stuff. But like a dinner party where you're saying don't bring anything. I wouldn't bring anything. Hmm. And I wouldn't even until now think that, oh, maybe I should bring something. So, yeah, also not obvious. Okay. They told me not to bring anything, but I really feel this inner urge to pick up a house plant. <laughs> that one threw me off. But I agree with you on that one. Okay. Not obvious. There it is. Weird. Who brings plants to any party? That's a good question. Even like, I don't know, even like, I don't have been like a rich person party. Like, do they bring each other plants? (laughs) (laughs) That's why rich people's houses always have so many live plants there. (laughs) Where'd you get this one? Ah, that one is from my good friend Jeffrey. He brought it when I had the the dinner party of 09. <laughs> it was just a Thursday night. Nothing special, but he brought me this fine plant. Okay. Nothing special. All right. Last round. Last round. Last. So I roll and then you roll and then we're done. Yeah. All right. Come on. Give me a good one. Nine. Nine. I thought it said two. I was like, you trying to double up? Hey. You changing your answers? Hey. <clears throat> I hope it's a good one. <clears throat> Keep personal conversations and arguments off social networking sites. A dramatic airing of grievances is best done through text message. That's a loaded one. <sighs> I would... Gosh. I feel like that is one of the most obvious things. But clearly, if you get on social media... It is not an obvious thing. True. Because people are just fighting back and forth. Mm-hmm. Now, did it say personal? Keep personal conversations and arguments. Okay. I would say it is definitely obvious and more obvious to the public because you don't see, you know, well, rarely do you see like a couple, like a husband and wife bickering through Facebook wall posts. Or tweeting at each other. Like, sure, something can happen, and then people, even people who know each other, can start to, like, bicker or fight Mm -hmm. on a thread. But that's kind of a different situation that didn't start like that initially. So it's not like they're going to social media to display and discuss personal grievances or offenses. I mean, I don't know why you'd want to do that in the first place. Why Why would you want anybody to see what you're right? talking about? I, I had a girlfriend 
in high school. What? Yeah. You had a girlfriend? True story. Oh, and she, you know what? I, I feel like I shouldn't put this in there just because if she's listening to this. We are talking about the etiquette of public grievances. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff. public forum. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to. It's too late. It's too, she already knows. She's listening to it. She's we going. Gotta, we got to know. Just, just keep it. Big, you know, it's not even that bad. But like when sure. when we had minor arguments or something, yeah. she would express how she's feeling mm-hmm. on social media, but with a mm. clear pointed target. Okay, and but she didn't like explicitly. No, not tag ex- you not explicit. No, put it on your wall or whatever. But people but knew who she was. Thinking. Sure, so it's kind of almost passive aggressive venting. Oh yeah. And then I'd see yeah. it and, you know, screenshot it and send it to her and be like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, that's never a good way to bring that up. Sure. I think the part that threw me off on this one is that the, the times in which we live. <laughs> mm. And I love that it says, keep it off social networking sites. Yeah. And it's best done through text message. How is that? the better alternative you would think that it'd be like speak to this person in person yes Yes. keep it private and personal yeah because text message you lose tone and you know like when you're talking back and forth there's a lot of in the moment back and forth you can't you're typing out a sentence to the person says something like ah now i can't say this and you can backspace you can take stuff back Mm -hmm. yeah that definitely, I agree with that. I mean, they do say millennials, which I'm a millennial, prefer like text message as a form of communication, but that's Heard generally that. over like electronic devices. It's not like we prefer to text our like friends and family than have face to face conversations. Right. It's not like that we're so secluded. So, yeah, I agree with you on that one. It's kind of worded oddly there at the end. But do you think this is obvious or not so much? Obvious. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I feel like if... I mean, come on, people. I don't want to see your dirty laundry. Yeah. And if you think it's okay, you got some issues. <laughs> I don't know. You and whoever the person Call them out, you're doing basically. this for, like... I don't know. You got to figure that out. Like, why are you showing other people your problems? Like, especially if it's in a relationship. Like, honor the other person enough to, like, wait until you get home. Right. We were in a quick little story. Uh, um, I love story time. We saw uh, three Christian couples speak um, at the Collective, which is, like, a young adult ministry we go right, to. Right, right. Um, one that was freshly married. Freshly. Year or less. One that had been married That's for... That's pretty fresh. 10, 50, yeah. Freshly just sounds kind of weird. 10, 15 years, uh, and then Jerry and Allison, who've been married quite a lot longer than that, you know? Uh, so they have a lot more experience, and one of the things uh, that I really respected that they said is it was, oh gosh, how did they say it? I'll have to paraphrase, but it was never fight in public. Mm. Like if you disagree or you have something you want to talk about, remember it, take note of it, and wait till you get home. Yeah. Like, keep stuff civil and kind and don't bother other people with problems you're having yourself yeah. or between the two of you. 
and respect the other person enough to bring it up later, but to not make other people feel uncomfortable. So that should be, it is obvious and it should be obvious. I think, yeah, I I think it's a, (laughs) well, throwing the gavel (laughs) die on that one. (laughs) I think it's a time and place. Like you said, yeah, if like, no, no, you're in public, your audience. Yeah. Come on, people. And, Get off Facebook. And don't text them. Yeah. Do it in private. Yeah. Do it in person. The least you could do is FaceTime. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Then you can at least kind of have a conversation. Yeah, you can see their facial expression. Like say you're a cities apart or something for a, a few days and you need to address right. something. Don't let it, you know, don't go to bed angry. Don't be posting that stuff on social media. Yeah, I don't want to see it. All right, here we go. Last roll. Last one. Oh. 20. 20? Uh, nice, we made it. Are you ready? I guess so. Speaking of texting, don't break up with someone by text. And don't announce a death in the family by text. There are still times when phones or face-to-face are the best way to go. We just talked about this. Do you want a re-roll? I feel like we yeah, can address yeah, let's this do a quickly. re-roll. Let's do a re-roll. A re-roll? A re-roll? Re-roll. A re-roll. We just agreed that text is not as good as face-to-face. Yeah. It says there are still times when phones or face-to-face are the best way to go. That's pretty much all the time. I guess quick note on that one. Uh, duh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, people. Seven. Seven. And then real quick after that, I accidentally read 21, and we have to touch it real quick because it's funny. Seven. I don't know. I'm making some bad rolls right now. When you get to the front of the line at Starbucks, don't tell the barista to wait while you wrap up your phone discussion. The barista hates you, and so does everyone behind you. They are hoping the barista spits in your latte. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, this is public etiquette. This this is... (laughs) Like, people need to be told this? This is a real thing. I guess. Basically, whenever you get to the front of a line, anywhere retail or, like, food or wait for a coffee. Yeah. Don't tell the person serving you to wait until you're done on the phone. No, you wrap that conversation up. Say, hey, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I got to go. I got to, I'll call you back. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a... Or say, hold Fenty, on and, like, uh, put the phone down. Yeah. Or I get mean, out of line. I This one's obvious. This, like, come on, people. Like, don't treat other people as if your time is more important than theirs. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Like, oh, I got to This is an important conversation. I need to let my secretary know what I want for lunch. Like, come Why on. does it have to be a person that has a secretary? I don't know. I just <laughs> imagine a businessman. That's very man. few people. I imagine a businessman <laughs> with a Bluetooth headset. <laughs> Oh, sadly, that sounds right. That sounds kind of stereotypical. Oh, 100%. you see people do it though. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone do that. Oh, I've seen somebody do it. Really? Oh, yeah. I'd be flabbergasted. I'm a little surprised, but I don't know. I'd be like, um, sir, um, hello, um, hello, um, hi. You would be the person in line behind them to like call them out. Yeah. Really? No. no okay. Not. I'd be too uncomfortable, but <laughs> be thinking about it kind of. I I don't know. Maybe I would jump in front of them and just start ordering. And they're like, 
what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I thought you were still. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's petty. Yeah, that one's obvious. Come on, people. Common courtesy. Your time. All right. PSA yeah. for those of you who didn't think that was obvious. <laughs> your time is not more important than others. It is equally important. Treat people with respect. Especially if you go into a place where people are serving you. Goodness. Well, period. Yeah. I still, I mean, I do see people do it, though. I don't know why. I like how they called out Starbucks specifically. They didn't just say, like, at your local coffee shop. It's all about Starbucks and baristas. <laughs> the barista hates you, and so does everyone behind you. Okay. Well, That's a little far. And hope they spit. In, like, come on. Come on, people. Yeah, the entire room is hoping. That you ain't much better than the person That's who's true. actually holding up the line. Yeah, where'd you get these questions from? Forbes, man. Oh, yeah. It's a credible Forbes, source. I guess. Uh, okay, you said 21. Yeah, I did. A little bonus question. Well, it says, don't take photos for posting on the People of Walmart page. <laughs> <laughs> not obvious. That was not obvious. I could not do it, but. Oh, I've I mean, done it. There's a website for it anyways. You have? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, have you been to the Walmart here? Yeah. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen anybody actually in a Walmart. Comparative? Comparable to the people on the website. And I could also never live with myself if I legitimately took a picture of them and posted it to the web, to the internet. I saw this individual <laughs> sh- like bird bathing <laughs> in the sink in the bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, this is unreal. <laughs> And it just reminded me, like when I first moved here, somebody had told <laughs> me they were they were like, <laughs> I swear the the people of Walmart website was from here, really? Yeah, and I was like, no way. And he's like, dude, I swear, because this this Walmart's weird. And then uh-huh. like a year later, I saw this. Birdman <laughs> bathing in the sinks of Walmart, and I took out my phone. No, oh my goodness! And oh I know you guys can't see this right now, but he's actually doing it as he explains it. The slyly picking up out of the phone. He saw the flash above and hip flapped level. away. <laughs> he saw, you thought you used the flash, or are you just saying? That? Yeah, I'm just. Oh my that. gosh! How could you? I don't know how you can do that. Well, when you see something like that, it, it sparks something in you. Yeah, but what if the person was going through something? I don't know. <laughs> like, Dude, clearly something's going yeah. on where they can feel can't afford sitting in a sink at Walmart. Sure. Maybe I mean, they're homeless. I'm not making fun of the person. Sure. That's I'm, what the people at Walmart page is for. I'm laughing with them. I guess. <laughs> Moral of the story. You probably shouldn't, but so, you probably will have the But time. not obvious. Clearly, because there's an entire website dedicated yeah. to it. <laughs> All right. Know. Etiquette. Can't live with it. Can't live with that. Wait, now that doesn't really work for this situation. Yeah. You Everybody's should live with living it. <laughs> both with and without it, so. Yeah, you should live with plenty of etiquette. Yeah, plenty Being of considerate it. and kind and, like you're saying, uh, but the person on the phone, other people's times aren't more valuable yeah. than yours. Consider others better than yourselves in humility. Always strive to be better. Well, there, there you have it, people. Be, uh, be 
etiquette. Yeah, don't mix your wasabi with soy sauce. <laughs> You're offending <laughs> an entire country. If you take anything from this podcast episode, <laughs> yes, that's because Americans take. eat sushi incorrectly. That's we need to have a takeaway for each episode. Wait, you want to order takeout? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> we keep talking about sushi. Mm-hmm. What is the takeaway? Well, this one is don't mix your wasabi and oh, your okay. soy sauce. Moral of the story. <laughs> Moral of the story. Is the you right take anything away. Sushi. Don't be a dingus. <laughs> Don't be a dingus. <laughs> well, that's all really we got tonight. Thanks for listening and uh, letting us share a little bit about how we've performed etiquette-wise in our lives, and you know maybe be a little embarrassed about pictures we've taken of people in sinks oh, I'm in not Walmart. About it. Okay. <laughs> Touche. But hopefully you've thought of something yourself, little interesting situations you've been in or etiquette things you've learned or something like that. So we'd love to hear from you. Uh, as we figure it out, hit us up on social media and all that stuff. And for those of you who are listening, remember, stay golden. <laughs>